Hey there, and welcome to Eve Unleashed, hosted by Brittany and Madison. This is real talk for real women who are ready to step out of society's confining boxes and grow. By learning from other people's stories, we become more aware, conscious, and accepting of others and get one step closer to shaping the world into a better place. Join us as we talk with women from many different backgrounds about life, relationships, work, family, religion, and everything in between. We are on a mission to start a new conversation and to help women wherever they are in life. Thank you for being here with us. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, Brittany and Madison here. Hey, hey. (laughs) We are so excited with you guys today. We are going to be talking about the fact that none of us know what we're doing. (laughs) Like, just to give you guys some reassurance, we don't know what the hell we're doing. No, never. Uh, (laughs) We don't know what we're doing with this podcast, or Mm -hmm. motherhood, or being humans in general. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think there's this, like, weird idea, like, we look at people and we're like, wow, they, like do this so much better than me what Mm -hmm. is their secret or how do they just know how to do this and it took a long time for me to realize that really everyone's just winging it (laughs) so true I remember oh gosh I think I had two two kids at this point and I was just sitting there thinking how did my mom do this like Mm -hmm. how did she keep four tiny humans alive I don't get it and I can't remember at what point but I just sat there and went like oh my gosh she was faking it the <laughs> whole time. She had no idea what she was doing. And now okay. here I am, four kids into it, going, I don't know. Yeah. I just know that I feed him and put him to bed by eight, and I'm a, that's, that's good. It works. That's good. The goal is to keep the tiny humans alive, and if mm-hmm. I've done that... We're good. <laughs> right? It's it's so true. And how many times do I... I do fake it with my kids all the time. And oh, yeah. Like, I'll be like, Mom, can we do this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, go ask your dad. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My kids know that if they ask if they can do something and I say I don't know, it's pretty much a no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just not ready to commit to the no right then. Mine's a maybe. They're just like, oh, that means no, Mom. I'm like, no, that just means I'm not ready to tell you no yet, and I'm going to think about it for a minute and then tell you no. <laughs> well, and it, the truth of the matter is, as soon as you figure it out, as soon as you figure out that phase that your child's in, they 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 change. They have a birthday. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden you're like, well, I've never raised a 10-year-old before. Yeah. And then your other kid becomes 10. You're like, well, you're a different kind of 10-year-old than my other 10-year-old. I had to laugh. I was talking to a friend um, because she was asking me, she's like, what? Because my kids are slightly older than hers. And she was asking me, she goes, how? How did you do this? And like, how did you get through it? I'm like, oh, honey. Um, Well, (laughs) just, I'm like, you have to understand. I'm like, yes, I have. I've been through the ages of five twice now Mm -hmm. so my oldest is eight and then my second oldest is five right now like you said two completely different people yeah so it's almost like it doesn't matter how you raise the first five-year-old the second it just just erase it because it's just going to be different because there's so like i could my firstborn i could just yell at the kid and he'd cry Mm -hmm. and then my second kid that kid doesn't give a crap about anything (laughs) to punish that kid I'm just like oh my gosh like I'm still trying to I don't even know how to deal with him sometimes Mm -hmm. some of the things that he does he's actually pretty easy he's pretty my he's my very chill kid but my third (laughs) I've never had such a crazy two well he's three now Mm -hmm. but you can't say he's a crazy two-year-old anymore he's he's a three-nager and he's even I don't know I don't know what's going on this kid we went hiking over (laughs) spring break and I've never seen someone take such teeny tiny little slow steps just 
and and it was just to spite us. Oh, just to spite us. Like he just looked at us and stared at us while he took his teeny tiny little steps, just like just make me. It just it's and Aunt Madison did. I scooped him up and I said, "If you're not gonna walk, I'm carrying you, bud." Oh, and the glares that you got. If looks could kill, you should be dead right now because that kid was like, "That lady is awful." Like yeah, he, he thinks I'm psycho. He was so mad at you, but it's like. Oh my heck! Yeah, I can't with him. And this kid has this kid has no boundaries when mm-hmm. it comes to speed. He goes Mach ninety in the house, like all the time, or outside. Mm-hmm. But the minute we get on a bike or we're we're hiking, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so, a snail. Yeah, I'm a snail today. That's fine. I'm like, oh my gosh, we just. Oh, he hurts. He well, hurts my soul. Well, and then it's, it is so different because my first kid, he went through a phase when he was two where he would only eat peanut butter and apples like literally that's all he would eat and his and his doctor was like well peanut butter's got protein just let him eat as he wants my second kid would just eat still like she'll eat anything like she's just not picky Mm -hmm. my third she would not eat today and i'm like what the heck but she'll eat everything at daycare Oh, but what i cook is not good enough so i'm like googling like what is wrong and all these things are like that's okay. That's normal. Like, it's not about you. And I'm like, it's not about me. She doesn't hate me. Like, that's why, you know. No, but really. And then she finally ate dinner. But, like, she went, like, all day without eating. And I'm like, what the heck, kid? I wonder if it's a third child thing. It's like, maybe if I pretend I'm starving, then I'll get some attention. I don't know. Because <laughs> Raiden does the same thing. He pretty much spit all of his dinner into the garbage tonight. Yeah. I just, it was great. Great fun. Every kid's so different. So it's like, it's literally, I really, I don't know what I'm doing. And I, and then I have this magical thing that happened in my house where my kids just go to bed. Like they always have. I've never had to fight bedtime. And people are like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. You're like, I can't tell you I don't, anything. I don't know what I did, but I'm so thankful I did it. <laughs> You're like, you should write a book. Your book. Uh... I don't know I, what I, don't I did. Know. <laughs> if I wrote a book, an advice book, it'd be like, I don't know. For real, though. You're just like, 101 things that I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how to feed my kid right. I don't know. Because for real, though, like, sometimes you just, they're so different. And pe- I mean, you look at us, like, as adults, mm-hmm. and we're so completely different. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why we look at children as, like, these magical <laughs> mystery boxes. I, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like, yeah. Sometimes I just can't. <laughs> well, then it's not even just in parenting. I think the, this idea of, like, I don't know what I'm doing is good to, like, acknowledge. Yes. Because I feel like that's the biggest thing that keeps me from doing something is, well, I, like, this podcast, well, I don't know how to do a podcast. No, we're still clueless. Yeah. But <laughs> no one knows how to do it until you do it. Yeah, it's Right? True. And then I find out it's, like, the easiest thing in the world. It's, like, you need a microphone. We're like, that's it. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening to this going, oh, my gosh, look at these girls go. Like, we still have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. It's true. We just talk, and we hope you guys like it. And Pretty much. It's kind of worked so far. <laughs> <laughs> We've had good reviews so far. Yeah. It's been fine. <laughs> um, or at every job I've had. Like, I, you know, you don't know what you're doing until you do it. Right. So... When there's that thing that you, like, really want to do and you're like, now, I'm not saying you shouldn't go learn. Like, you shouldn't just be like, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to, like, be a mechanic with, like, (laughs) how to do training. That's not it. But you shouldn't, like, let the idea that you don't know how to do something stop you from ever trying it out, I guess. I think that is definitely the biggest piece of advice in, like, this whole episode would be that. Just, Mm -hmm. Just because you don't know doesn't mean you can't learn, okay? So, like, for example... My husband, he's he's built houses before. That was his job. 
but we have completely finished our basement 100% by ourselves. We have not hired anybody or anything. You can learn anything on YouTube. Right? Anything. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean that you'll, like, he's really good at that kind <gasps> yeah. of stuff anyway. So I had total faith in him that our house wouldn't burn down because electrical. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's like, um, but you can really learn yeah. anything from people. You just have to be open to, like, learning I guess I know. you know someone and, asked me about like um I'm trying to do some more clean eating and something and someone asked me about it and I said well you know I I like cooking asparagus They're like well asparagus always tastes bad and I'm like well because we as Americans don't know how to season our food like really that's what it is like true. I learned that we don't season our food because most of our recipes come from when we were in the depression and there weren't seasonings so oh. the recipes that get passed down from your grandparents don't have seasoning in them because they didn't have seasoning during the depression Fun fact for you. So anyway, so now I'm trying to bring seasoning back into my cooking besides just salt and pepper. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. so I was telling him that I do this and I've been looking at, re- and I use recipes from other cultures, whatever. She's like, oh, do you have like a recipe book or something? And I'm like, no, I just Google. <laughs> Pinterest. If it's got, if it's got more than four stars, I click on it and I try it out. <laughs> like you can literally Google or YouTube anything. Anything. Oh, anything nowadays. Like this day and age, there's just, they're honest, there really is no excuse to not at least learn about something oh yeah oh yeah um oh sorry this is we're recording this super late tonight so (laughs) um it now i just lost my thought (laughs) you're gonna have to edit that piece out it's okay (laughs) but what do you think about just kind of in general like in life what are some things you've done that you had no clue what you're doing but they like that you were glad you did it anyways oh gosh um hmm (laughs) <laughs> I'm like this is gonna take this is gonna take a minute. Um, okay, like chickens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am not a farmer. <laughs> I have I've never had chickens in my whole life. Yeah. Okay. And then, like he'll argue with me. He'll be like, "You wanted the chickens." I'm like, "I I have always said that I wanted chickens. I I want a miniature homestead. Like mm-hmm. I just do." And just during the middle of Corona, you have nothing better to do. So we got <laughs> chickens, and I. My personality, I am that person that will over-Google everything, uh-huh. and then, so I did that. You find the contradicting, like, per, advice, yeah, pretty right? Much. Like, this oh, yeah. person says this, yep. but this person says I'll poison them. Exactly. Yes. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, I'm not going to keep any of these chickens alive. I'm proud to say I've only lost one chicken, <laughs> and I cried a lot. Like, I seriously, oh my gosh, I tried so hard to bring that thing back to life. It was so sad. I wrapped it in a towel put a blow dryer on it because yeah. I just thought that she got cold or something and it was so sad <laughs> and I'm just carrying this chick in a towel and Kyle's like oh my gosh Brittany like just you, let it go let it's it okay. go and I'm just like yeah, yeah I can't do it like, you're just gonna have to put it in the garbage because I wanted to bury it but it was frozen the ground was frozen so we couldn't so he's just like you gotta just throw it away I couldn't do it so I, I don't know exactly what he threw it in the trash I'm, I'm sure and I cried about it later that night um, but I've only lost one chicken and we uh-huh. have like 16 of them so I'm like yay me yay. but that's you know if you join all these like support groups mm-hmm. like I am on like seven chicken pages <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's so stupid but I have learned so much mm-hmm. like I'm I could I'm like I could be a chicken vet now yeah <laughs> I mean my one rooster he had like a he had it was sad I had they told me to put bands on him on their little legs oh I remember that day oh it was so but sad over. you were so sad oh I was so sad so I re- named our rooster Kyle that's my husband's name and so it was pretty it's, it's hilarious like <laughs> every time he would curl up like Kyle but anyway so he had this band I was told to put bands on their legs so I could tell if one was sick then I knew which one it was. 
because they all look the same when they're babies. Like, they mm. still all kind of look the same. But um, anyway, I forgot to take the band off and because these ones have furry feet. And so I didn't think his legs were going to get that big. But the band basically like grew in the skin. It was so sad. And so I literally had this chicken on my table and I got out my you husband's. You did chicken surgery. I did chicken surgery. And I am one that like passed out on blood. <laughs> I'm afraid of shots. I'm afraid of epidurals. Like I, I can't. Okay? <laughs> so this is like big for me. But my husband, he's an EMT, and he has a fake, like, stitches kit. Uh And it's got, like, a fake piece of skin and everything, so you can practice doing stitches and stuff. It's quite fun. But I took all those tools out, and I, like, I did chicken surgery. And he's fine. Like, he's he's fine. fine. But I just, just, just from Facebook, I was able to fix my chicken. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, long story short, Kyle's alive. He's fine. (laughs) That's crazy. I but, mean, uh, yeah. well, and knowledge is power. Like, you oh, learn yeah. how to do that and stuff. It gave you the power to do it. So it's like, we need to, like, give ourselves permission to go after that knowledge. I oh, guess. Yeah, and go after yeah. what we want. Yes. Right? Yes. Instead of being like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I've never done that before. Well, like, yeah, heck yeah. You haven't done it before. Like, I grew where I grew up, no one had chickens. Right, <laughs> like, I wouldn't right? know. I'm afraid of them. I, <laughs> I do not have chickens. But I've been uh, researching because we want to get a dog. I want to get a Great Dane. So I have spent hours uh-huh. researching Great Danes and researching training videos yep. and stuff. And so now I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, it's fine. And it's so good knowing that. I'm. I, I really feel prepared. Yes. For yeah. this dog, where we've tr- we've had dogs before, we've rescued dogs before, and we had we had two that were very anxious, and I didn't. I had not researched enough mm-hmm. how to take care of an anxious dog, so we ended up having to have them rehome because I didn't know have the knowledge right. that I have now, right. and so I don't even feel bad. Like that's the thing. I think it's cool to. It's okay to look back and be like, I didn't know what I was doing then. Yeah. And give yourself grace. Or to your parents. Like, like our parents had no clue what they were doing. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I'm a little screwed up. But we all? it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, they just did the best that they could with, with the knowledge know. that they had. Yep. Well, you look at how different generations. Okay, so my parents, or my, so me being raised, my parents didn't really ever spank. Once in a while, mm-hmm. we got spanked. Not too often. But my parents being raised, they mm-hmm. were spanked fairly often. Mm-hmm. And then you keep going back generations. There's more and more. You know, it was very much like, go out and pick your switch. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, and yeah. then 50 lashes type of stuff. And then it's like, I don't know. You just kind of like grow into that knowledge and then... Um, I don't know, take what you've learned from your childhood and go, mm, I don't love how my parents did that. So I'm not going to do this any or this or this, or, you know. Well, and so. then science and the ability to understand the human mind has come so far oh, so in far. the last like 50 oh, yeah. years. And I, and that I think is an important thing too, is you have to be open to new knowledge. Yes. Like you have to acknowledge that you don't know what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes along that has an idea of a better way to do it, Try it out. Yeah. Now, not every idea is going to be great, though. No. Like, sometimes people will say stuff, and I'm like, you're crazy. Right. Like, no way. Like, no. But that's the thing. You can take what you need and leave the rest. Ugh. Like, try new things. It's Acknowledge all... that you tried something. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to try something and be like, ugh. That was not okay. That's not what I wanted to yeah. do. That's not what I wanted. And then move on. And that's okay, too. I think what drives me nuts about our... Um... I don't know if it's this generation or what. I don't know if it's Gen Z. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, but it's almost like that they 
if someone gives you a piece of information or something, or even as something as a simple TikTok, mm-hmm. and people look at that. And they, they don't like it. They yeah, have to. The whole thing, they pick it apart. It's like, there are, especially like political stuff right mm-hmm. now, there are so many things that like I'll research into or look at and be like, oh, I don't mind that policy or I don't like that policy. It's like, people feel like you have to take the whole package or none at all. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, just like this podcast, if you don't like something that we say, that's okay. But maybe you like something we said in another episode. Yeah, and And we're not afraid to be told, like, if someone told me, like, "Ah, I didn't agree with that, Mm -hmm. I'd want to know why. Like, what, you know, let's, let's see other ways to do this. Let's, like, you know. Social media has caused us to lose connection Mm -hmm. in that way. And it's more of, like, I feel like all that we're doing right now is trying to raise angry activists. Yeah. Like, our children. Like, we're lo- we're losing conversation. Instead of being able to disagree with somebody on mm-hmm. something and just be like, oh, okay, that's okay that you feel that way. Yeah. But instead, we're like, oh, well, now I hate you and I can't. we can't be friends anymore. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's wild to me. Being able to approach a conversation with the humility of, I don't know everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, being able to have that humility of, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how I'm doing it, yeah. and this is the best I know how. But if someone else who's had, you know, you don't know their background, right? That's especially especially on social media. You usually you don't know, you know that per, how that person was raised. Yeah. They could have been raised being beaten every single day. Mm-hmm. So if they spank their kids occasionally, it's way less than what they experienced. But right. I think that they're figuring things out. Right. Right. You know. So it's approaching with the humility of being able to say I don't really know everything yeah yeah. so I'm gonna listen and if I don't agree with it I just won't take it with me I think that's a huge life skill that needs to be oh my gosh needs to be I don't understand why this concept is so hard for people yeah like you can still give people grace Mm -hmm. and educate people without making people feel stupid yeah or like ignorant or calling them a racist or a sexist or whatever yeah I mean instead of being an attack like you need to feel this mm -hmm. Switching it to this is how I feel mm-hmm. and leaving it at that. Yeah. You don't have to convert them to your feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't have to win the conversation. Oh, my. Yeah. Because chances are you're not going to win. Yeah. Because everyone is constantly on the defense. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no way. I mean, there's conversations you and I have had where it's like we don't agree on something. Yeah. But we've never attacked each other. Mm-hmm. We've never, like, left being like, I don't know if I can be her friend anymore. Like, there's. Yeah. I don't understand why it's I, I I don't get it. I just don't get it. It blows it's fascinating to me. I know. Just fascinating. It is fascinating to me. It's it's really interesting to to see that. And so now I make it kind of like active thing now when I see it like and it's it's shown on TV. It's mm-hmm. shown all these things. So now I feel like for me as a parent, the thing I'm trying to do um, again, I don't know what I'm doing, but I try to like point those things out to my kids and say, you know, you see this, like, how could we negotiate that better? How right. could we have this conversation better? Or even if I have bad days where I scream and yell at them and I kind of become a dictator with them, right? being able to backtrack and say, you know what, guys, I really didn't like how I handled that. You know, that is a huge step for me was being able to go back to my kids and admit that I was wrong to them. Yes. And say, that wasn't great. But me admitting I'm wrong also opens it up for me to say, do you think you were wrong? Right. And let right. them figure that out too. It ha- it starts a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so there's actually this lady that I follow. Um, backstory, she, oh, she's amazing. I mm-hmm. love this girl. Um, she... 
is more on the political side of things, but she just makes sense because she's really coming after these people that saying like whites are racist. Mm-hmm. If you're white, you're racist. The end. Yeah. So she's coming after these people. And um, one thing that I really loved, and I feel like this goes through all of life. Mm-hmm. Um, her quote was, her name is Africa Brooke on Instagram. And she says, do we actually want people to change for the better or do we want to punish and shame them until they have no ounce of dignity or worthiness left? What will satisfy the mob? Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Because it's a totally different approach when you come to someone with grace and get an education than with attacks. Yes. Like, there's a difference. Yes. I'm like, I'll keep going with some of her stuff mm-hmm. to go on with that. She says, instead of walking through life righteously and demanding that strangers in all corners of the planet... Um, quote unquote, do the work. Oh, I hate that quote. I'm like, mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, What if you placed more focus on cultivating self accountability, self responsibility, and practicing self reflection so that you can strengthen your own self awareness? Yeah. You know? Again, it's just, it's turning it onto yourself. It's just, it's switching this attitude of, I know what's best for you. Yes. And you need to do this to, I know what's best for me, and this is what I'm doing. Um, and there's space for the other person's feelings as well. Yeah. It's just creating space for people. Yes. Yeah. You know, our world will be such a happier, I feel like more peaceful place if we were able to do that. Yeah. Because I cannot believe how many, even me, um, like just friends and people that I have lost Mm -hmm. just because of who I supported politically, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not even really upfront about like who I voted for or anything like that because honestly like I'm afraid that I would lose people because I feel like like you said the the ability to hold space for people is gone Mm -hmm. if you're not just like me and you're like you're not like in my tribe like there's Mm -hmm. no room for you you can't sit with us you know type of mentality and it's oh I can't anymore it's so sad and exhausting I know I think I think the key though is going to be like we went on that retreat a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and those types of things I think can honestly change the world Mm -hmm. like creating spaces where it doesn't matter who you are you can come and be comfortable Mm -hmm. so then we have to just like create that and our, like we're not going to be able to change. This is one thing too. I have to not focus on what's happening on the other side of the United States for me. Right. Like I've voted. I've done what I can do. I cannot just go somewhere else and change somewhere else. Right. But I can focus on where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, can I create safe spaces where I in my am. community? I love how Holly talked to us with her interview later. She was telling us about how she felt so safe talking and telling us her mm-hmm. story. I'm like, oh, I love that. That's what I want to be. I want to be the safe place for people. I want to be that. And then I want to teach my kids to be that. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the best. That's how right now where I'm at, that's what I can do. Well, and I feel like that, kind of like what you were saying, people are so focused on, I mean, we're on social media, Mm -hmm. so we're connecting with everybody on all different sides of the world. Mm -hmm. And people are so focused on like, oh, well, we have to worry about what's going on in Mexico at the border. Mm -hmm. I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything about that. Like, there's just really nothing that, what am I going to do? Drive all the way to Mexico? Yeah, like you can educate yourself and do voting. Like, there's things, there's, but we're limited. Yes. On what we can do. Exactly. That's exactly. I didn't want to, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not that I can't do anything. It's just I'm limited in my power. What I can do, just like you said, is, 
focus on what I can do in my own community, in my own, you know, yeah. like educate yourselves in that way mm-hmm. and, and do that. Yeah. If we all just kind of quit worrying about what people are doing in Africa and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know, China or whatever else, and just try to focus the best that we can where we can. What, what's that quote that we said in that one episode? Um, bring your mind back to your body yeah. type of thing. And it's, it's just giving yourself grace because I think it's almost paralyzing to me sometimes mm-hmm. how much I can't do. Yes. So I get so focused on how much I'm not doing and, oh, I should be, like, going and doing humanitarian yeah, work yeah. or all these things. Like, I have, you know, but then I've got my three littles at home mm-hmm. and I need to be there for them. Yep. So it's like giving yourself grace to be like, okay, I can't do that. It doesn't make me, like, a bad person. Right. I got to do what I can do. Yeah. And then maybe later in life, that is something you can do. That, that's you know? exactly right. Like, it's like there's a reason in it or in like a season, there's a time when you can go do that. Right now is not the time for me to go mm-hmm. do humanitarian work or go do like just different things. Yeah. It's I applaud not, people that can because yeah. that's amazing that they can. But I've got to do what I can do. Mm-hmm. And that is valid and okay. Yep. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's almost the hardest part um, is people are constantly pointing the finger and saying, Mm-hmm. You need to do the work. Mm-hmm. You need to do better type of thing. But like you said, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. And yeah. we just and have to... What is, and what you are supposed to do can't be defined by somebody else, really. No. We, we have to define. We had to figure out for ourselves, you know, praying to God, figuring out what what we're supposed to do. Yeah. What aligns with your, your values, what mm-hmm. aligns with your, you know, what you feel like is important in the world and yeah. stuff. Because... You can't, like... Well, I'll tell my husband, like, even, like, to go to the Bible for a minute, like, not everyone had the same mission. Mm -hmm. Like, John the Baptist had to wander around Mm -hmm. for how long or whatever, right? That was what he didn't eat bugs and whatever. That was his (laughs) calling in life. Noah didn't have to do that. He had to build a boat. Like, they weren't... They had totally different ways that they, like, completed their life missions or whatever. Mm -hmm. So why do we expect people to be any different I don't and, know. like, why do we expect everyone to have the same goal? Or even, like, within our communities, like, everyone should be doing the same thing or something like that. Right. Like, what makes a community is the individual lives right. that we have. Right. Everyone working together. Yes. Everyone working together by, you know, honoring and respecting ourselves and other people and what they feel like is their life journey. Like, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of look at this just like you said. Everyone's going to have different, you know, opinions yeah. and things and have their own little life um, missions. And I, I don't know. It's like just have respect for people, mm-hmm. you know. Have enough respect for yourself, too, to just really let go of that negative energy where you feel like you constantly need to, like, I don't know. You're comparing and yeah. trying to live someone else's life almost. Yeah, or force them to live what you're living. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's so many, again, so many friends on that I know that... In a way, I've almost had to drop my friendship with them because I'm like, it's not healthy to be around you anymore mm-hmm. because you have such a negative, I don't, you know, t- not to go like back into the race thing, but they're very much a part of that right now where they're like, we're all white and so we're terrible, awful people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, that's not okay. No one is awful. Like, no, just mm-hmm. because it's your skin color. I'm like, honey, I'm sorry, but you're, you're defining racism right there. You're mm-hmm. being racist against whites. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because she is white. I'm yeah. just like, my gosh. Um, but I've almost had to remove myself like, and like kind of mm-hmm. ignore her on social media and stuff because it's not yeah I don't know it was almost angering to the point where it's like 
it's exhausting for her mm-hmm. to constantly be picking on people and stuff people trying to defend themselves saying like no yeah. you don't get to call me a racist because i'm not no you're white so you are it's like oh my gosh like yeah yeah well, that's the thing you have to figure out yeah it's okay to remove negative people mm-hmm. for some reason for the longest time i thought i had to keep every single person on facebook that mm-hmm. was on there right and then it was like no facebook is my facebook yeah i can do what i want with that you yeah. know and and i've even like i mean i've gone through phases in my life where i wasn't super positive mm-hmm. and I lost friendships and I took it to heart and was so like mad at them for ditching me or whatever and then I look back now I'm in a healthier place and I'm like yeah I was not a good friend you know yeah. and I probably won't be able to recover those friendships but I can like forgive them now and realize that like yeah I was kind of just not being a great friend at that point mm-hmm. so like I, I understand it now which is good I think yeah. so it's like it's not there's nothing wrong with people letting you go and you letting people go yeah yeah like that's just life it's just life it it really is yeah (laughs) so i don't know yeah good old rants (laughs) (laughs) that's it you're bringing it around we still yeah it's it's life is not knowing what what you're doing no like we don't come down here with a manual Mm -mm. (laughs) i was pissed when i left the hospital and they gave me nothing they're just like good luck i'm like here's your baby and some diapers thank you (laughs) thank you so much Oh, and then high school and stuff, I look back and I'm like, oh, if I could just give my 16-year-old self the knowledge that I have now. I wish I could go back to high school. Not, no, not really. But I wish that I am the person that I am now because, Uh like, people who know me now, like, they would never know that I was very shy and timid Mm -hmm. and just, like, yeah, they would never know it. Well, the insecurities I had. Oh, yeah. That, too. It's just, it's, it's just different. So, yeah, it's just... We don't know what we're doing. No. And that's okay. And it's okay if our listeners don't know what they're doing. You know, the best part of it, though, is if we all knew what we were doing, then, like, what is the point of coming down here mm-hmm. and just living life? Like, that's literally the whole entire point of our life, if you're speaking from a religious standpoint, is to come down, gain knowledge just to be, mm-hmm. you know, a better person and figure out what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> yes you know and that's that's okay so yeah i agree that's i think that's the point it's just it's okay to not know what you're doing just just keep doing our best yeah that's all we really can do mm-hmm. and honestly yeah give yourself grace give others grace that's like i would say biggest te- takeaway i would say is mm-hmm. just i don't know just no, just yeah no one knows what they're doing and it's it's not my job to necessarily teach them either. Yeah. The best piece of advice I have taken into like my own life is um, love and accept people for who they are and what they're doing. I really don't care what people are doing in their lives, even though I may not agree with them or agree with like Like, I don't want my actions. kids to be drug dealers sure. or do drugs. Like, right. you know. Right. Like, uh, yeah, that kind like, of stuff. Like, like, I don't want that. Right. <laughs> but, but it's like, I don't know. I don't even... I don't even know like what kind of example to give, but as long as it's not coming into my circle and affecting me in a personal, one hundred percent personal way, or like my kids or something, then like, I, I don't care. I mm-hmm. I don't care like what you're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just I don't know. With that thought, I kind of think too. It's like, um, because I'm the same way. If mm-hmm. it's not affecting me, but then we can't get mad at somebody else for being upset because it probably is affecting them. Right. Does that makes sense? Right. Like, we don't know how it's affecting them, so we're mm-hmm. like, well, it's not bothering me. Why is it bothering you? And it's like, well, because it, it is affecting them. Yeah. Even if it's not affecting you, it, it's affecting somebody Again, else. Again, yeah. And so, like, 
other people are allowed to be upset or to learn. Yeah. Yeah, That's where the conversation comes in to understand. Because there have been things where I'm like, I don't get why you guys are mad. Mm -hmm. I don't get what everyone's pissed off about. And then for me to be able to like take a step back and Mm -hmm. try to figure out why, Mm -hmm. why it's affecting so many people or whatever. And going, oh, now I see what they're, I see. I see. (laughs) Exactly. And to be able to like honestly go, oh, okay. Like there's nothing wrong with educating yourself. Yes. I just... I don't know. And then it's okay to change your beliefs on something. And let other people change their beliefs and opinions. Like don't hold someone to something that they said five years ago when they're not that person anymore. Like I can't. But there's things, there's things I said and ways I treated people in high school (laughs) that make me blush. It's those ones that like keep you up. Like you you think of it at (laughs) one in the morning and you're like, oh my gosh, just like bury me in a tomb. You're like, like, why did I say that? Like, why was I that way? Why was I that person? Like, I've, I think most of us were that way. Here, okay, perfect example. Have you watched The Bachelor? Mm-mm, okay. I haven't this year. Oh, my hell, Madison. Okay. <laughs> so, The Bachelor, his name's Matt, and he is a black dude, okay? Uh-huh. Really good looking guy. So nice. I really liked him. Until the end. <laughs> so, there was a huge blow up with The Bachelor kind of stuff, because the person that he chose... Um, like 10 years ago, don't quote me on this. Don't come after me if I'm wrong. Just, <laughs> sh- just hush. You don't, anyway. <laughs> like 10 years ago, many years ago, um, the lady that he chose went to some party called an antebellum party. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, and even she's like, I have no know. idea. Apparently it's like this very, I, I'm assuming it sounds like it was like a party on like a plantation. Okay. So everyone's calling her a racist now because a photo surfaced of her in a dress. Like, it's not, it's just a bunch of women in dresses. Mm-hmm. And everyone lost their minds. They're like, you're a racist. Bah! Like, just blowing up at this poor girl. And she's like, I didn't, I was just invited to the party. She's mm-hmm. like, I didn't know. I was just invited to go. I could put on a pretty dress and just go have dinner. And she's like, yeah. I didn't know what it was. And um, anyway, so they asked the the um the host chris harrison like mm-hmm. well, what do you think about that and he basically said like i don't know like it's not up to me i think that she needs to be able to have the opportunity to explain herself yeah people lost it they're like oh he's a racist too oh. so they cut him from the show mm-hmm. they got rid of the main dude who is like what the bachelor is it's all about yeah. chris harrison so they got rid of him and he's no longer working for the bachelor anymore so i hear i think mm-hmm. um could be wrong i haven't followed up on that but anyway and then comes the finale, and they have the guy, Matt, and the girl sitting there and talking. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, what do you think about when the photo surfaced? And he's just sitting there saying, like, I was just so hurt. So I just, bleh, just, mm-hmm. I, you know. Making and good TV. Yeah, making really, really good TV. So he's just sitting here just saying, like, I can't believe you're a racist. She goes, I'm not. I am mm-hmm. not a racist. Like, how, you know. Yeah. And basically, long story short, he... She, they ask, like, are you guys going to date or continue? He's like, no, because she needs to learn what it's like to be a black man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, yeah. dude, that's well, sick. Just, Supposedly yeah. you loved her. Yeah. But you could have had... Something s- that happened 10 years ago yeah. that she didn't even understand. And that's where there's so much hurt going around. Yeah. It's like just... Me over here. I'm like, if she was truly racist, would she have dated you? Well, and it's like, just... Yeah, and it, it's just... We need to understand that we're allowed to learn. Yes. And that that was like the whole thing where I'm just sitting there going like, how can she know what it's like to live 
as a black man. Number one, she's not black. Number two, she's not a man. Yeah. So how about you embrace her, love her, and maybe teach her Mm -hmm. and explain to her, like, this is why that was so expensive. Yeah. And forgive. Like, I understand if she wasn't open to, like, discussing it. You know what I mean? But if you're open to it. I'm open to people. Like, I've learned so much over the past two years Mm -hmm. about just, like, culture and different things because I wasn't exposed to it. Like there was only like it, my where I grew up there it was all white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Same. there was no like different I grew up races. In a town of like yeah. five thousand people. So, there was only one black yeah, person. Yeah, I just in that wasn't whole exposed town. to anything. Yeah. So how was that our fault? Yeah. So my like, knowledge, I didn't realize you weren't supposed to touch people's hair. Like all these things, mm-hmm. and I think back and I'm like, I was just so clueless. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still learning so much. I still. Yeah, and it's hard to and and the thing it's hard to learn because there's so many feelings and well that's the things sick going part. On. It's like it's why hard. can we not learn without being offensive? Yeah, being like oh well how dare you? Mm-hmm. Like you piece of shit, how dare you not know this? Even yeah. though you <laughs> you I you really appreciated. You know? I found a lot of creators on TikTok mm-hmm. who are super embraceive of mm-hmm. it and like answer questions and I love watching their yes. stuff i've learned so much i am like i'm so thankful for tiktok right sometimes i've learned a like, lot there <laughs> i have learned a lot from tiktok yeah. because i'm exposed to so many cultures people. and just people and and opinions yeah. and different things where i'm just seeing things from so many different sides and i love hearing that kind of stuff i do too it it really opens up my like my even if i don't agree with you it's just like oh that's why you do that like that's why your brain yeah. thinks that like i love that yeah, like, I just don't get why. I wish everyone was that way. I wish I could talk to people and be like, because sometimes I talk to people and they're like, why do you care? And I'm like, because I do. Don't you care yeah. about well, this? It's like don't that? you want to know? It's like, there's people who are like, well, why do you care? It's like, like you said. And then there's the other side. It's like, well, how dare you for not knowing? Yeah. yeah and that's the part that gets me is like all these people that are just going on these rampages. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, they're almost offended if you ask a question like, yeah. like well, why why do you feel that way? Oh, you horrible person. Like, because. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I just wanted to ask a question. I like, know. We just got to, we had to, we had to give space for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, yeah. Long story short, he dumped her. <laughs> yeah. He dumped her because, and I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, but you're a piece of trash now because, like, how dare you? <laughs> Like, I don't know. Not give her a chance. Yeah, not give her a chance. And she even said that. She's like, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I honestly did not know. And people were coming after her just like, you piece of crap. And that's just media in general right now. It's just we're attacking people and we forget that they're people. Yeah. Like, people are people. Like, oh my goodness. We have to just, we need to tone it down. People need to like tone down. It's it's almost scary right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just some of the crazy things. Again, like... Well, and then there's, like, the... There's the people... I mean, they call them Karens and whatever, but, like, yeah. the videos that come out of people just flipping out on each other, like, mm-hmm. in public and things like that. Oh, yeah. All the time now. And it just... It hurts my heart Me too. to see people that way. People just being petty and oh, rude and yeah. mean all over just everything over everything Everything. literally everything like you looked at me wrong or something and it's just it hurts my heart to see people treating each other that way i'm like why why we have to just treat each other better it almost makes me worried for my children growing up in the world i'm just like i really hope that i just raise good human beings that can change the world like you know and at the same time you don't put that pressure on them like here change the world kids maybe even just like it's like just be good good people i don't know (laughs) it's like it's it's difficult yeah it'll be okay 
Should be right. Yeah. As long as we get rid of... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't need... I, <laughs> I don't again, know. we don't know what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, this whole episode could just be like a, tr- I don't know, freaking trash pile because we don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're doing. But you know what? It's our opinions and yeah. it's our... If you don't like it, then just I, whatever. <laughs> Do with what you will, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that's how we feel today. <laughs> we don't yeah. know what we're doing. It's our first episode in two weeks. Give us a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Eve Unleashed. Join us on Instagram at Eve Unleashed to continue the conversation. We would love to hear from you and hope you have an amazing day.